How we doing? How we been? Welcome back to the Space with Spo show. On today's episode, we're going to talk about the Inspiration4 mission and their Super Bowl commercial. We'll talk about the new Axum-1 mission. And lastly, we'll talk about the first spacewalk of 2021. Our two segments will include, I got five on it. And then we'll end with the down to earth segment. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride, baby. Let's go. The dash is digi, the schedule busy, my head in a hoodie, my shorty a goodie, my cousins are crazy, my cousins like boogie, life is amazing, it is what it should be, been here for 10 but I feel like a rookie, I tell her look up cause it's snowing in tussies, but for three years man you can't even book me, it's me and little baby that going crazy. Live from Easy Murray Hill, Hill Manhattan, you are now listening to Space with Spo. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Space with Spo show, today is Little Friday, Thursday, February 11th, I think. And that's crazy. I feel like time is moving so fast right now. I actually think I saw something in the news recently that the earth is spinning faster than last year. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. I got a great show for you guys here playing today. Y'all know what time it is. What's good in space? All right, everybody. Raise your hand if you remember seeing the Inspiration One Super Bowl commercial from Sunday. That was pretty much the only good part of my Sunday, if we're going to be honest here. That's obviously besides eating my weight in potato chips, but that's fine. But yeah, Inspiration One dropped a beautiful commercial. And here it is. This fall, Inspiration Four launches as the first all-civilian mission to space and you could be on board. Visit inspiration4.com. So I tried to Shazam that song. It wouldn't work. Who is that girl singing? I'm ready to download that full song right now. Above the world so high. What it comes down to is big time players make big time plays in big time moments. And that is exactly what the MVP of Sunday's Super Bowl did, Jared Isaacman. Y'all probably thought I was gonna say Tom Brady or something. No, no, Jared Isaacman. So who is this guy, Jared? He's a billionaire tech guru, he's an investor, he's boys with Elon, and he's an all around great guy. He's funding and commanding the Inspiration4 mission, and like the commercial said, this is the first all-civilian mission to space. They're going to ride a Falcon 9 rocket off this planet into orbit for a couple days before safely returning back to Earth. This is realistically probably the most expensive sleepover in human history. I mean, they're not necessarily like going anywhere, right? They're just going into orbit, and there's not that much room on the Crew Dragon spacecraft. I mean, it's spacey, but there's not enough room to like party up there. The fact that Jared Isaacman saw an opportunity to raise a ton of money for a great cause and go to space is a legendary move. Something like this does not happen overnight. This has probably been planned for years. He just probably found that this was the best time to execute the mission. We're talking about a guy who dropped out of high school. I would love to be a fly on the wall about 30 years ago when he had that conversation with his parents. Like, hey, mom, dad, I'm going to drop out of high school, but don't worry. In 30 years from now, I'm going to be a billionaire. I'm going to raise $200 million for St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. And on top of that, I'm going to go to space. So don't worry about me. I'll be fine. Okay, so who's going? Let's go through the seats here. All right, you got Jay Money rocking in the captain's seat. Captain the spaceship, going to fly this baby. Then I would guess that they're going to choose the most goaded St. Jude's Hospital worker of all time who probably saved like 
10,000 plus lives. So they deserve that. And that leaves two open seats. One of them is gonna go to a lucky person who donates any amount of money to St. Jude's, which will hopefully be me. I donated an undisclosed amount for the kids, not to go to space. I mean, I wouldn't mind going to space. Figuratively speaking, yes, if they invited me and if I won the competition, yeah, I'm going to space, but it's for the kids. And the last seat goes to an entrepreneur who sets up their company with shift4payments.com, which is Jared Isaacman's company. The coolest part about everything that I'm talking about right now is these guys actually reposted my video Monday morning after the Super Bowl. What a hungover surprise. I mean, it was great. It just goes to show you the power of the internet is so strong. So if anybody from Shift 4 Payments or the Inspiration 4 Mission is listening right now, thank you so much. I love what you guys are doing and fuck cancer. Apparently they raised over 8 million over the past couple days, which is honestly incredible. If you guys want to donate, follow the link right here. So any billionaires who are out there listening to this right now, take notes. This is how you do it. It's all about making space more affordable and making a difference in people's lives. That is how you do it, baby. Follow Jared. All right, so this news kind of got swagger jacked by Jared and Inspiration4 a little bit. So this news came out two weeks ago. Axum Space is an aerospace company that will send the first private crew to launch to the space station ever. Which basically means that none of these guys are actual NASA astronauts. But the Axum mission called AX-1 is being arranged under a commercial agreement with NASA. So these guys are going to apparently go up to space, go inside the International Space Station for like eight days, which is honestly unheard of, right? It's uncharted territory. I heard you need a NASA ID to get into that thing. That's just what I heard. Axum is also taking this whole private space thing to a whole nother level. They actually plan on building a new private space station, which is definitely not going to be cheap. I mean, the current space station that we have up there is the most expensive thing ever built, and it's like $150 billion. Not for nothing, have you seen the inside of the space station? $150 billion and it looks like that? It's looking like an insane asylum. The ISS is looking like it needs the guys over at Extreme Home Makeover to go over there and move that Bus! $150 billion and we couldn't get some color in there? Maybe a flat screen TV here or there? It is what it is though, man. I mean, the space station is old. We started it in 1998. It's been up there for like 20 years now. It definitely needs some renovation. We need a space station, not for science, but strictly for nightlife events. Kind of like Soul Plane. God, I love that movie. That movie was such a big part of my childhood. You guys have no idea. Anyway, let's get back to AX1. So who's going? Yeah, I mean, there's not really any big names. Y'all aren't going to recognize any of these people, which is honestly a shame. You got Michael Lopez, who's going to drive the spaceship. He's actually a former NASA astronaut who now works at Axum Space. Joining him is going to be three customers, Mark Pathy, Eaton Stibble, and Larry Connor. Can I tell you guys something about Larry Connor? This guy is 72 years old. Might as well invite Clint Eastwood while you're at it. Go ahead and call Tony Bennett. So the oldest guy in space was John Glenn at 77 years old. You hear that, Larry? You're going to be fine. Don't worry about it. I personally love this. I mean, I don't think there should be any age discrimination in space whatsoever. So yeah, these guys got different backgrounds. They're from all different countries. But the two things that they have in common are they all love space and they all got cash and a lot of it. Rumor has it in the news sites that I've been on, each seat cost around $56 million a ticket. So damn, which honestly isn't that bad. That just means that I have 40 years 
to make 56 milli in cash. And that's obviously if I live to 72. All right, in the top story of the day, Victor Glover and Michael Hopkins have been making serious noise in space recently. Their expedition crew just broke the record for the longest time in space on a mission in a U.S. spacecraft ever, which is wild. They've been up there chilling since November. But more importantly, Mike and Victor just completed their first spacewalk of the new year. You guys are probably wondering what a spacewalk is, huh? I got you. A spacewalk in space is when an astronaut ventures outside of the spacecraft for various reasons. A spacewalk on Earth is when you walk home from your favorite college bar blacked out. They also call it an EVA, extravehicular activity. Spacewalking is very, very dangerous. You're venturing outside of a spacecraft into the vacuum of space, which is super hostile to life. Astronaut Chris Hadfield says, spacewalking is like rock climbing, weightlifting, and repairing a small engine, all while encased in a bulky suit that scrapes your knuckles, fingertips, and collarbone raw. I mean, Damn. So it's kind of like you're doing the Cotton Eye Joe in a suit of armor. I'm just kidding. I completely made that up. I mean, it doesn't sound pleasing or fun. These guys hold on to the side of a spaceship going 17,500 miles an hour, latched onto hooks that keep them from flying away into space. Luckily, there has never been a float away astronaut, but I feel like once people like me and you get up there, I mean, we're gonna be losing people left and right. These astronauts are training in pools for years before the real deal. The laser straight focus that they have for like four to five years when they're training for this is honestly incredible. I mean, I can't focus on one thing for more than 45 seconds. And they do it for multiple reasons. Experiments can be placed outside of a spacecraft. Spacewalks also let astronauts test new equipment. By going on spacewalks, astronauts can fix things instead of bringing them back to Earth to fix. It makes sense. But ultimately, NASA astronauts do this because they are unstoppable human beings. They have literally achieved everything else possible to do here on Earth, and the only other place to go is to go hang outside of a spaceship going 17,000 miles an hour, right? If they can do it, why wouldn't they? I personally love spacewalking, not for anything that I just mentioned, but just for what astronauts describe the experience as. Listening to an astronaut who has been outside of a spacecraft gives me goosebumps. Astronauts that are lucky to get this job see the raw, unfiltered beauty of our universe. Word on the street is that it's some overwhelming shit. The size, the scale, the colors. I'm so jealous just even thinking about it. I wanna see this so bad, but I cannot train for four years. It's impossible, I'll never do it. So there you go, now you guys know what an EVA is, and next time you see an astronaut on YouTube, on TV, that's dangling outside of a spaceship, show some respect, all right? This is a choreographed dance that has taken years to perform safely, all right? Thank you. All right, here we go for another segment of I got five on it. All right, if you're listening to this on Apple or Spotify, thank you. I love my podcast, people. Unfortunately, for this specific segment, you're going to feel a little left out just because there's no visuals for you. I'm going to be ranking the top five spacesuits of all time. But the good news is, is I'm in the process of landing some awesome interviews for later this month, and those will only be on Spotify and Apple. But you guys can follow along. Just use your phones and type in the spacesuits as I say them and look at what I'm saying. Anyway, here we go. I got five on it. All right, coming in at number five, the first space shuttle suits. That took me 15 times to say. I don't know why they went with orange. I mean, what the fuck? These guys look like a bunch of prisoners. I mean, these guys look like me and the boys on a Halloween bar crawl, looking like the cast from Holes. All right, and now moving on, number four, Apollo moon suits. Iconic. Man on the moon, 
Buzz and Neil, whole world watching. Poor Mike Collins sitting in the spaceship. They honestly look comfy as shit too. I mean, maybe a little too much baggage. I get major snowboarder vibes from the pants though. They do seem a little bag. But all around iconic, number four. All right, coming in at number three are the Russian skull suits. I put these at number three for the sole reason that they found a way to incorporate blue into the trim. The design on the elbows is fire. Pretty sick looking spacesuit. Number three, Russian skull suits. All right, coming at number two, the crew dragon space suits. They're new school, they are hella futuristic. They look like real heated blanket vibes. And I don't hate it, it is chilly in space. I know these suits are also like super high tech. They're connected to the spaceship, which is like next level. Yeah, get used to the crew dragon space suits. We're gonna be seeing a lot of these space suits in the next couple of years. And number one, my favorite space suit of all time, hands down, Project Mercury. Project Mercury was the first human space program in the United States. Absolute gas, fire flames. One piece of clothing to wear the rest of my life, this. I don't know what it is, but the tinfoil look works. And not for nothing, have you seen their boots? Do they still make those in 2021? I need somebody to lace me up in these immediately. 11 and a half. So there you have it, those are my top five spacesuits of all time. Attention passengers, we are now down to earth. Thank you, Johnny. All right, first off, thank you guys so much for all the support on episode four last week. That was incredible. I think we broke a thousand views on IGTV, which is honestly nuts. Some other big news, I now have a new fully functioning website that is a blog. You can listen to the podcast there. There's gonna be updated news stories about what's going on in space. It's gonna be awesome. We have been working really hard behind the scenes to make the user experience awesome for you guys. Big shout out to my friend Nico who helped turn my dream into a reality. If you guys need any graphic design help, call him. He will kill it for you. His information is linked at the bottom of the video. Other than that, I've also changed the day of the show. We are now gonna go live on Thirsty Thursdays, also known as Little Fridays. I figured I'd let you guys have a couple drinks, sit back, get with the friends, and then put on the video. And yeah, one last PSA before I go. I need you guys to follow me on YouTube. I have 21 followers on YouTube right now. There are seven year olds with more followers than me. I mean, come on. So can we please try to get to at least 50 subscribers by next week's episode? After you're done with this video, go to YouTube, type in Space with Spo, click that subscribe button. I've been waiting my entire life to say that. Click that subscribe smash that subscribe button. And yeah, I'm coming out with some very big news soon. You guys are gonna be hyped. And other than that, that's all I got for today. So thanks again for watching. Tune in next week. Have a great weekend and peace.